Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, streaming live from YouTube, it's game time. Get ready to huddle up with John Matrix and Rhodes Rance as they bring you the real deal on sports. It's first and ten with black and white sports. Kicking off now. What's up, black and white sports fans? John Matrix and Rhodes Rance are in the house. Happy New Year to everybody. This is our first uh, live stream of the year for 2021. 2020 can go to hell. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Rhodes? Uh, nothing much, Matrix. Uh, hello to everybody in the chat and anybody who will watch later. Happy New Year. And yeah, um, 2020 can go straight to hell with no speed bumps. Yeah. Just straight to hell. Yeah. yeah. Even though, you know, there was some good aspects, man. You know, home life was actually pretty good. For me. YouTube. YouTube. That's YouTube it. It was great for the channel, yeah. man. I mean, starting in August, man, we saw um, this channel really turn around because um, I know which video actually did it. It was uh, Rhodes' um, uh, Bubba Smollett video. I got like 25,000 views. And at the time, that was our biggest video. And then I put out um, the video about um, the uh, soccer team getting booed because they were kneeling for the national anthem. They got like 40,000 views. And then, and then Sam, we did the Coonrod. Sam Coonrod video. Mm-hmm. And that, that one is like, what, 400,000 views now or something? I don't even remember. Yeah, we've got we've got two videos right under a half a million views. And it's uh, Charles Barkley destroying yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And Sam Coonrod. Yeah. Yep, and that shot us up, man. And we've been rocking and rolling ever since then, man. It's, so we've been we've been blessed when it comes to the sports channel. But I know for the most part, for most people, it wasn't a good year. And sports-wise, it was an absolute disaster. 2020 was the most woke sports year ever. Ever. And the ringleader of it was the Marxist NBA of China. And that really and, kind of started back in 2019, really. And LaChina James. Yep, LaChina James. Man, we got so many nicknames for him, man. LaChina James, uh, Beijing James. Um, I've, I've read some of the comments and people got other names for him also. LaWoke. Yeah, LaWoke James. Because we got those shirts too, by the way. And uh, before we kind of dive into it, Rhodes, um, we were just talking uh, before the stream. We have a new shirt. Um, you want to show it to him? Yeah, let me see if I can get yeah. in there real fast. Yeah, Rhodes is going to show it to you guys. I don't, I haven't seen it show up in the back office to add to um to YouTube though. It's in the sports store, and I know we haven't sold that shirt because nobody's really seen it. But it's a pretty cool shirt, and I do need to order some new ones uh, myself. It is oh. a you can you can't get into it. Yeah, I can get into it. Okay. Let me, uh... Let me do a screen share. 
And why are you doing that? Uh, Jesse Kompenstein says, I'm sure Sarah Fuller is feeling mighty full of herself this morning. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Fuller is another one too, man. And there we go. We're sharing uh, the screen here for people listening on the podcasting platform. It is the Media Virus shirt. People, people are going to love this shirt. The media is the real virus. That is a pretty got, damn cool shirt. Got the got the biohazard symbol on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, I was kind of proud of this shirt after I put it together. I was like, oh, this shirt's badass. <laughs> yeah. And I'm waiting. I'm getting my sample in. It should be in, uh, what's today? Sometime in the next two or three days, I'll have the first one in to me. So. Okay. Um, I'll be able to, I think that's the one I ordered too. the exact one I ordered. Okay. Good. Good. So, uh, right here in the chat, Steven Widener says, are you guys discussing the NBA of China? Of course, of course. And you know what? Me and Rose were on the uh, pop culture channel and we were talking about, um, uh, Cobra Kai season three. And of course, some of you guys were over there and you guys are asking sports questions. And then I noticed, man, we had dropped like six straight LeBron James videos. We didn't even do that on purpose. We didn't even notice it, but it just so happened that it happened, you know, and some people in the comments, you guys are making too many LeBron videos. Mm. Rhodes, haven't we said time after time, we're never going to let up on little China James. No, we're going to keep hammering LeBron. He's done. Yeah. yeah. On the, yeah. on this channel, he's, he's always going to be, uh, uh, black and white sports public enemy number one. Yeah. He's he's going to stay on our most wanted list. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. there's other there's other folks on there. Colin Kaepernick to a certain extent, but he's become so irrelevant. He's so irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Adam Silver is going to stay on there. Uh, China will stay on there. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, I almost said George Soros, but this is the wrong channel. <laughs> wrong, wrong channel, man. Wrong channel for that. <laughs> That's my channel. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he has some influence on the NBA, probably. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure George is quite unhappy with uh Ted Wheeler this morning. Man, people in the chat, man, they got all these nicknames for uh LeBron. Somebody says you need to make the crying LeBrit shirt. <laughs> Well, we got we got something kind of special in the development. I'm not going to drop it. I text Rhodes this idea yes last night. I think you guys would probably like it. So we'll see where that goes. I just thought I, of it out the blue. If if I could use LeBron's name, literally, I might consider doing that shirt, crying ass LeBron. <laughs> you know, I might consider doing well, that. But well, you got to remember, man. Barstool I can't Sports, use his actual name. So well, Barstool Sports made the um the uh, LeBron James as Chairman Mao shirt. They did that. Did they really? Yeah, they did that last year when uh, the whole uh, China thing happened. Yeah, they did it. Mm, Interesting. Yep. So we got close to almost 200 people watching right now. Smash the thumbs up button if you do not mind. Check the description for Anchor and the podcast platform. We're going to be putting uh podcast back on Anchor, and it's going to go out to all of your uh, favorite podcasting platforms. The reason why you haven't seen too many lately is I had audio problems on my Rodecaster Pro here. And so now I just decided, you know, 
let me just pull the audio from StreamYard and I'll just use that for the audio. It comes out pretty good on um, StreamYard and it won't have those technical glitches like I had before uh, because the last podcast we uploaded was on December 6th. And we missed a couple of um, podcasts for uh, a couple of live streams, actually, for different reasons. So, but I'm just going to download the audio from StreamYard and it's going to sound pretty good. So the podcast is back. Okay. So are you ready to get into this road trends? Let's get after it. We got our first super chat of the day, Mr. Matrix. Yes, we do. From ZTJ. One sits one one for two dollars. This is a very high quality channel. Keep it up. Well, thank you so much for that super chat, man. We're trying to do our best, man. I mean, a year from now, I'm imagining very, very big things for this channel. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna be full time by then or not, but if you guys keep supporting us, you know, sharing the videos, growing uh, the channel, the sky's the limit, man. I have so much fun doing videos for this channel that that and a lot of that's got to do with youtube you know as long as youtube doesn't uh squash videos which we have witnessed while while at right after releasing a video we can watch the analytics on a video and we can see the exact moment that youtube does not push out a video uh we had a video was it yesterday that we put a dirt video yeah, um, no, it was the LeBron James vaccine video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That I put it out, and we got down to the 19th or 20th minute, and it spiked up to like 65 or 70 views, and the next minute it was down at like 20, and yeah. it was like, boom, YouTube kicked it out of the algorithm. And he's talking about 65 or 70 views per minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because what we like to see is really 100 views per minute. And that, that'll kind of tell us, you know, the video is doing pretty good. Uh, Culture Casino with a 149 super sticker here of a unicorn. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate that. Kick ass. So, Rhodes. Yo. The Marxist NBA of China is back. And I guess we all kind of knew it that, I mean, Adam Silver is clear. They were not going to go down the BLM route in this season. He said that he understands that people just want to see the game and all that other stuff. But to me, once you open up that can of worms of social justice and BLM and Marxism, you can't turn your back on that. You can't because the woke sports media will go after you. And that's what actually happened. Okay. Uh, Rhodes, can you kind of give us a recap on that since you put out that video? Yeah. The media publication that went after him was the Hill, which is a leftist, a liberal leftist website. What, and what do we say? SJWs eat their own, man. Social justice warriors eat their own. That is a website that Juan Williams is affiliated with, who's on Fox News, by the yeah. way. Fake uh, news. Yeah, fake news. And he's part of the five. Now, he didn't write the article, but I thought it was hilarious because we've seen this in entertainment happen some. Um, celebrities you know, are ultra woke. And then all of a sudden they say something that is not quite aligned with the progressive left movement. 
And all of a sudden, they're getting canceled by the very people that were celebrating them the day before. Okay? So, what happened was, The Hill wrote an article slamming the NBA for backing off Black Lives Matter, backing off slogans, uh, slamming Adam Silver for coming out and saying that they were not going to have any social justice narratives uh, in their on their court this year or in the game, and they basically they called them frauds, basically called the NBA frauds right after three months of completely destroying their league yep. for the fa- for the sake of a social justice narrative. Now, here's the other thing. This tells you how much the media doesn't give a shit about capitalism because the NBA has destroyed their business over the over social justice. Their business will never, ever recover from this. Yep. It will not. And it started with China really last year. It started with China, and they literally have lost, I mean, 50% of their ratings. 70% in the in the NBA finals and now they're getting crucified because they're trying to backtrack. Now I said in the video, look, the NBA should have just kept going. Keep keep doing the BLM thing. Yep. Keep keep kneeling for the national anthem. Keep the slogans. Hell, have a Jacob Blake uh, appreciation day during the NBA <laughs> during halftime of the NBA finals. Oh man. Will his crippled shot ass out there in the middle of the floor. Okay. Let him take away for the, um, 7,200 people in a 30,000 seat arena. Uh, every, you know, every week just have a new criminal. You can celebrate during halftime of some of your biggest game of the week. Make sure it's a TNT game or one of those games, because look, just like I said in the video, we're not coming back. No, no. It's over. It's over. We don't give a shit about how they change now. They could bring Donald Trump out, President Trump. They could bring him out in celebration in the middle of the court. We're not coming back. That's how much the NBA no. has destroyed their product with so many Americans. We are the, not coming back. And the thing is, man, the NBA is doing now what they should have did in the bubble. They're sticking to basketball. There's no social justice stuff. Nobody's talking about BLM. Nobody's talking about any of that. Now, for one thing, you actually do have fans in some of these arenas. So out here in Houston, uh, the Rockets do have uh, fans in the arena. And there is no way in the world they would have been able to get away with kneeling for the national anthem in Houston, uh, BLM on the court, all this other stuff that would not fly out here. I truly, truly believe that Adam Silver knew that uh, Lachana James knew that. And so to me, man, they're just cowards. They didn't stick to their guns. If you're going to what you did in the bubble, man, you should have continued to do it in front of fans. But they knew that fans would reject. Well, they knew it. Look, all of sports got a convenient pass. All of sports got a convenient pass when it came to, we're going to go out there, we're going to be, to take one from Jeremy, brave and stunning. We're going to roll out there on the field or in the arena. 
we're going to celebrate all these narratives and there's not a soul around to boo us out of the stadium. Right. I mean, it, it worked out so convenient for them because I do have to wonder, would all these sports leagues have been that brave had there been, let's just take football, 75,000 fans in the stadium in Houston, Texas. You know, would that would that have flied? You know, if the entire stadium was full in one of these, like Charlotte maybe, where the Carolina Panthers play or someplace like that, uh, or, or most of these, a lot of these NBA, Oklahoma City in the NBA, Oklahoma City is, the whole state is, they may be the reddest state in the country, Oklahoma. Yeah. I would, you know, would they have, paraded out there with their BLM shirts on and kneeled on their towels because they felt like they were too good to kneel on the floor. Did you see that? No, I didn't. What? Yeah, they put little folded up towels uh, under their knees. LeBron James did it. Oh, in uh, the bubble? Yeah, on, in the bubble. When they, they kneeled, they literally had these little folded up towels so they wouldn't put any pressure on their knees. Oh, you, you forgot that... Um... I didn't watch one game in the bubble, so. <laughs> well, I saw I saw a picture of it. I saw oh, okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I think there was actually an article written about it. Really? Because even in the thumbnail that I put up here, let me see here. Because I, I made a thumbnail out of it. Oh yeah, they do. I see it's in the it's in the thumbnail of a, this live stream. I did not notice that. Is but it? Is it? Fifty-eight-year-old Doc Rivers doesn't have a um a towel under his knee. Yeah, well, he played real basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that, man. And I've been using that thumbnail time and time again. I never noticed that towels were under their knees. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, good eye, man. Good eye. Yep. Uh, and, you know, you've done a video on this. We did see some fans come back earlier in the year in soccer and they did get the shit boot out of them. Oh man, that was brutal what happened, but that was, that was in Dallas. Tore their asses up in Frisco, they Texas. were not having that, man. They were not having it. Okay. So the NBA now, if I'm not mistaken, they're not going to have a, um, all-star weekend. If I'm not mistaken, right. I don't think they are. I, I do not think they're having an all-star weekend. Okay. Because no. I'd be very curious to see who would actually show up um, uh, for that. But I've been monitoring, man, this, um, the NBA, the players on uh, LeBron James, um, Twitter. They're not speaking about social justice, man. I believe, and I truly, truly do believe this. I believe that the owners and the player reps, I believe they had a meeting on this. And the owner said, guys, you have to eliminate the social justice stuff. You have to. Because how much revenue were they down this year? Well, last year, $1.5 Nearly $1.5 billion. If yeah. you are an owner, I know that's spread across 30 teams, man. That is massive. Massive. Yeah, well, they're because they're trying to do logistical gymnastics right now. So the salary cap doesn't plunge by 20 million a team. Yeah. I mean, understand the significance of a $20 million hit on your team on salary cap in the NBA. Yeah. It's the equivalent of two starters, 
two starters in the league exactly. off your team. Because think of this, man. James Harden just recently passed up a $100 million extension that was going to pay him $50 million per season. Now, if things continue the way it's going right now, in three years or so, when a, when a star player wants to get a new contract, that money won't be there at that point. Because all this money right now that um, these players are getting, man, that's their contract money right now. Now, I know that LeBron just uh, did an extension uh, with the Lakers. Now, I believe, I still believe that the uh, the megastars are going to get their money. It may not be as much if they continue down this road. And then the little man at the end of the bench, he wants mm-hmm. to get paid. His money won't be there because guys like LaChina James want to talk bad about the country, want to embrace China, want to embrace Marxism. I don't know how in the world the NBA can recover from that. It's it's most definitely going to affect players four through twelve on on the teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Your, your two mega stars will get their money. Three, maybe, three, possibly. And then yeah, the other guys are going to get the shaft over it. Which, by the way, I've got like a little side note to LeBron. We can talk about that for a hot minute too. Okay. Um, we got another super chat here. How dare you with a twenty dollar super chat? Bless you guys. Keep up the great work. Patriots greater than Wolteville. Well, thank you so much for that super chat. Really do appreciate it, guys. I mean, that is the way that you can support us here on this live stream here is through super chat. So really appreciate that. Kick ass. Yep. So what were you going to say now, Rhodes? Well, I read an article yesterday where one of LeBron's former teammates can't stand LeBron. Uh, Brandon Ingram, you remember him? I think I texted you about that, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, I think I sent it to you. Um, uh, yeah, because Brand- it was the young guys on the Lakers, man. And one thing about we know about LeBron James, he does not like having young players on his team. Mm. And as soon as LeBron gets to the team, what is the talking point? He turns into a run with it, and they'll say, All right, we got to trade these guys. So yeah, Lonzo Ball, all those other guys that were on the Lakers, they were looking at themselves like, hell, I ain't going to be here. I'm screwed. Yeah. 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 And honestly, it's probably the best thing that happened to Brandon Ingram because he's turning himself into a pretty damn good player in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. I, I I saw, I was reading an article how well he's doing. Uh, Ryan Rosillo brought up Brandon Ingram the other day. Uh, but he said, yeah, most of the young players, including himself, they couldn't stand LeBron. Is this real? Joker Wonder Woman, are you serious about this? <laughs> she says, does anybody remember when LeWoke messaged Mia Khalifa for sets? I have never heard of that. Is that real? That just kind of caught my eye was, as I was looking through the chat. Have you ever heard of that, Rhodes? I know it's kind of off topic what we're talking about, but no, man, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look it that up. That just kind of caught my eye right there. I have no idea um about that, so I cannot speak about that <laughs> to tell you the truth. Oh, thanks everybody for showing out, man. We got about 450 people watching right oh, now. Oh snap. Smash the thumbs up button. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, what was this, man? That would be huge. Is news. Hell. Well, it's old. It's old. It must be really old. It's uh well, it's two years old. 
Wow. Nobody knew me brought it up. Pornhub legend. God, this would have been a big video. <laughs> I wish this was just breaking. <laughs> uh, Pornhub legend. I dang pop-ups. Uh, Pornhub legend Mia Khalifa in shocking claim about NBA Cleveland Cavaliers ace LeBron James. Yeah, I guess he did try to uh, slide up in the DMs maybe. Yeah. According to her, anyway. Um, we got a question here. Um, how do I super chat? Well, when you go to the chat, and depending on which country you're into, you hit the dollar sign uh, right beneath where you actually um, would chat, and you type in what you want to type in, and depending on the characters, there's a certain amount of money you pay. So that's how you super chat. Don't get too many of those questions, but that has been a question before, just so you guys know. Wow, I did not know that, man. That's funny. Know. Yeah, that is. That is really funny. <laughs> well, thank you. WC says, I traded in ESP CNN and began watching black and white sports full time. Keep up the great work. Hell yeah. Thank and very, you, man. very quickly, everybody, we've got a pop culture channel. Please, God, go subscribe. Oh, man. <laughs> we had so much fun over there yesterday talking about Cobra Kai. And it was so much fun that we went for an hour and we were like, all right, let's wrap it up. And then we kept talking for two hours. Yep. It was yep. a lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun. It was a flashback to what we used to do best. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because we used to have a lot of uh, my friends on live streams and everything like over a year ago. It was fun. But, you know, times change, things change. And hey, we're happy to be here on a sports channel um, entertaining you guys. But we actually know pop culture, Star Wars stuff better than we do sports. Trust me. Uh, sports is something that I've always loved. But, you know, I was a Star Wars fan since I was a little. I was probably a Star Wars fan before I was a sports fan. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. why you see Baby yeah, Yoda absolutely. back here and uh, Luke and Vader. So, yeah. And Chrissy is dropping the links to us in parlor um, um, channel memberships. Also, thank you, Chrissy, for um, for doing that for us. And go subscribe to According to Christy because she's got a channel. Yes, and she takes care of a lot of our social media stuff for yep. us. So yep. she takes care of parlor for us and um, the, um, the Twitter account for Black and White Sports. So. What's the next topic here, Rhodes? Where are we going next with this? Oh, just just let's freestyle it. All right, let's just freestyle it, man. That's what we. That's what we do, man. That's what we really, really uh, uh, do best. Uh, but we just got another super chat that just popped in here, and I gotta admit, man, YouTube names are sometimes very, very hard to pronounce, man. <laughs> this is Miss Anthro. Pike one, I guess that's way you pronounce it. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. $20 super chat. Love y'all. Wish y'all a great new year. Let's get rid of this PC nonsense. Absolutely. 100% completely agree with you, man. I mean, SJW garbage has infected pop culture. It has infected um, sports. I mean, cause think of it, man. When we started our channel, man, we weren't talking about SJW stuff. We were just talking about, Hey, we enjoyed this. We enjoyed that. Uh, we like to see this. Then pop culture got woke. And then 2019, last summer, me and Rhodes um, 
decided, um, man, we're going to start a sports channel and all of our videos were just talking about sports, the game, and that's it. And then sports got woke. And we had talk about the woke stuff that was going on. We would be picking NFL games right now. That's what this show would be. Yep. And was, this, this is how YouTube works. If we were actually talking about sports in the game, nobody be, would be watching. We're not in an algorithm for that. That's just the way that YouTube works. I mean, I, we see some of the comments, people saying, why don't you guys talk about sports? Because you guys won't watch. That's why. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. yeah. Another super chat here, $5 from Waverids. What do you guys think will happen to Sarah Fuller after this season? Will she ever play another game? Your thoughts? She's actually at a uh, university of North, North Texas. Now she went to North Texas. Yeah, yeah. Playing, playing soccer, not football. I guess technically, you know, it is football, you know, if you're in South America, but here we call it um football. I mean, soccer, but she's over there uh, doing that. Cause she has another year of eligibility. Now, if she ends up on their football team, you know, it's just a publicity stunt. That's all it is. I don't know if that'll fly there at North Texas. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I've got two nephews that graduated from there. I don't think that'll fly. But you, did, did you ever think that Vanderbilt would do it? You got a point. You got a point. But of of the SEC schools... Yeah, I mean Vanderbilt would probably be the one I would have picked. You know, I don't I don't know if I'd have saw that flying at LSU. Good luck. <laughs> but you know know something that happened um, the other day. We didn't talk about it. And this has to do with the NBA. Greg Popovich got ejected out of a game. I saw and, that. Uh, Becky Hammond became the first female to actually coach in the NBA. Because she was the assistant coach. And I started she, to do a video on that, actually. Yeah. And the media talked about it, but it wasn't like this. Oh, this is such a glorious, glorious moment. And honestly, man, I got to tell you, man, I was happy for her because why am I happy for? Her? Because it was organic. She worked her way up to actually get in that spot. She's been coaching a long time. Coaching a while. Yeah. A yeah. while. And if there's anybody you want to learn there, it's going to be pop. So pop gets ejected. She comes in, she coaches. It was organic, you know? And even before that, man, the NBA has had uh female referees for what, like 20 years now. It's been a long time. It's, it's organic. You know, even before Walt sports, there was female referees. And I, what was, what was that lady's name? Violet Palmer. I think that was her name. I think she was the first one. Late 90s, if I'm not mistaken, it was never this big deal. And it's really still not. And if you look at the NFL, you have um, NFL has a few uh, female officials, if I'm not mistaken. Well, even, you know, there were college football playing women. Several of them. One had came up through um, University of Colorado, but she never actually got in a game. And that that was kind of the thing. There were three or four women's, women that actually got screwed from a media perspective that never got recognized, but the media pulled a little shitty on everybody because they tried to worm it into the first Power Five conference. You know how they got it broke up right, at right. mid-level and college Power Five 
Well, that's where they slipped Sarah Fuller in to try to make it this big deal. Yeah. And that's she wasn't even the first. Up. She was like the fifth. Yeah. She wasn't even close to the first. But they ran with it, man. I, now, the other, I can't even speak to the other uh, female um, college football players. I really can't because I don't even remember it really being a story. You know, but 2020 is a different beast, man. A different woke beast. Um, Forgotten Places brings this up here. NBA claims highest opening ratings in four years when they were up from last year by literally 10,000 viewers. Absolutely a joke. Yeah, we did a video on that. We know why, too. It's because, look, last year they opened the season normal time, October. Adam Silver, he literally came out and said this publicly. He wanted the NBA back. Remember, the players didn't want to come back till January. Right, because they wanted the rest. He wanted the NBA back for one solitary reason. Christmas Day basketball, which is their biggest event outside of the NBA Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and NBA Finals. Their next biggest two ratings days are the All-Star Game and Christmas Day. And they came back the week of Christmas Day. So, yeah, technically speaking, the ratings were up, except that's not how you do a ratings comparison. No. You do it year on year, week on week. Okay? So you don't compare October something last year to December something this year when Christmas Day is shoved into the middle of the ratings. Well, yeah, they're going to look bigger because it's it's your your third, fourth, arguably your third or fourth biggest ratings day of the year, no matter what. Yeah. And then at that, the Christmas ratings this year will weigh down from last year. And then, and then the media celebrated it like some big victory. I was like, Oh, I, I can't wow. believe ESPN said the ratings were up like by like 95%. That is a complete lie right there. A complete lie. And we got another super chat here. WC for five dollars. Thanks for thanks for the shout out. As an LEO, I appreciate you guys standing up and supporting police and debunking the false narrative of social justice and BLM. Thank you, thank you so much for the five dollars super chat, man. We're always going to keep it real with you guys. Uh, thank you. He's a law enforcement officer. Oh, nice, L- nice. LEO. <laughs> oh, I was thinking CEO when I read that, <laughs> but I said LEO, I believe. So yeah, so rock on yeah, out there. Rock on. Thank you, thank you. Um, another $5 super chat here from waiver. It's $5. When do you guys think all of this BLM crap will be out of sports? Well, thanks for the super chat, man. That's going to, the NFL still has it on their helmets. You still have, um, and it's hard to see. It's really, really hard to see now next year in the NFL. Do I think you'll see that on helmets? No, I do not. I don't think you're going to see that next season in the NFL. The NBA, they're done with BLM. So the whole thing with the NBA having BLM to me was nothing more than a stunt, you know, just like um, Sarah Fuller. But they opened up that can of worms. Uh, MLB did the best job, I believe, when it came to all this uh, BLM stuff because they did it for like, what, a couple of days, and then they pretty much abandoned it for the most part until Jacob Blake, yeah, you did have some teams that canceled their games, but after that, you didn't see anything from MLB for the most part. What do you yeah, think? well, 
was it the Astros? The yeah, Astros, Astros and A's, man. Yeah, Astros, I think, were actually playing the Milwaukee Brewers. No, no, no. They were playing the A's. Oh, were they? Yeah, was they were at home. Playing? Oh, they, okay. They went out on the field, and uh, I can't remember. They may have played the National Anthem, and then both teams walked off the field, and they laid down an Astros and an A's jersey and a Black Lives Matter Jersey is something covered home plate. It was something like that. I don't remember exactly, but they they canceled their game. Right. Well, you know, c- celebrating somebody involved with the BLM uh, bit the, the Red Sox in the ass because the BLM leader that they had celebrated ended up with an assault charge for beating the shit out of an elderly woman. Yeah. At, at right at like like just two months after the Red Sox had celebrated this BLM leader, that same leader beat the crap out of it. Yeah. I did a video on it. Yeah. yeah. It's got almost a hundred thousand views on it now. Yeah. I gotta admit though, man, I think if there's one team that has benefited from all of this uh woke garbage in sports, the Astros man got a huge break this summer. A massive break. A massive break. Yeah. Yeah. No fans, no nothing. And uh they proved that they can win without cheating. They got all the way to game seven of the uh ALCS. And when baseball comes back um next year, I don't really think they're gonna get booed. I really don't. Mm. Too much time has passed. I mean, it'll probably be a little bit. A little bit, but it but, they'll get booed in New York and they'll get booed in They'll get booed by playoff teams. Yeah. But you know it's going to be LA, Dodge, LA Dodgers will. LA yeah, they, they're going to well, boo the shit out of them. Well, LA won the World Series, so maybe they'll let that pass now. We'll but, see. But he'll, he'll, he'll be – this is where the hypocrisy will come in. The Yankees are going to play the Red Sox, and they won't boo the Red Sox. The Red Sox got busted two times for cheating. Same thing with the Astros, you know, they, they had their sign stealing scheme. And then remember they got busted with the Yankees for using uh Apple watches also. It's, it's a bunch of hypocrisy. Cheating has been part of baseball as yeah. long as I can possibly remember. And trust me, there'll be something new here in a few years. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it, it has always been something in, in baseball. Yeah. Uh, I do want to recognize today the news broke the one Great story in the NFL this year is Alex Smith. And today, oh, yeah. and today it could get even taken to a new level if Alex Smith wins the NFC East tonight. He is starting. He is healthy. He is starting. And the Red fuck it. And the Redskins of uh, their best wide receiver and best uh running back will play against the Eagles. So I hope Alex Smith is an NFC champion by the end of tonight. They play um they play tonight, right? Yeah, on Sunday okay. night football against the Eagles. Now, the only way it'll really be meaningful if the Cowboys lose, the Cowboys play at no, uh, noon. So if the Cowboys lose, it doesn't even matter. Um, but I think the Cowboys are gonna win, which would agree. make that game get a game tonight even more um intriguing. Yep. Yep. Uh Michael Lurie with a $5 Super Chat. I'm so happy this channel blew up. I've been here since day one. Do you think the NBA could become as could become as far as ratings go? 
do you think the NBA could? I'm not exactly sure. You probably messed up something here. Do you think the NBA could become? I don't um, see the I don't see the NBA ratings ever. Oh, going up. Okay, I see what you're saying. Ever recovering? Uh, I really don't. no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, they dug themselves into a massive hole. Now the NFL ratings next season is possible. You know that they can go up, but the the NFL ratings didn't collapse as much as the NBA ratings did. Yeah, no. you did have BLM and stuff, you know, going on in the NFL, but it wasn't on the NBA level. They one, they backed off of it quick. And if we're just being honest, the one thing that was going to help the NFL in all of this was gambling. Yeah. Without a doubt, wagering. Um, I know guys that absolutely voted for Trump, absolutely voted for Trump. They support Trump. They're red as hell, but they can't shake their gambling. They cannot. They love gambling almost more than air. Okay. (laughs) So they never left watching the NFL because they love to gamble. They love it. You Uh, know? Yeah. Okay. Mike Lure with $2 said, uh, hockey, was the word I forgot. So let me go back to your super chat here. Um, I'm so happy that this channel blew up. I've been here since day one. Do you think the NBA could? I'm still confused now. Mm. Oh, could be. Oh, could it be higher than hockey? Is that what you're asking? In other words, will hockey take its rightful play? Okay. Yeah. Will it, will the ratings ever for hockey eclipse the NBA? That's going to be a tough sale, man, because hockey is so regionalized, you know, like out here in Texas, man, we're not, we're not really fans of hockey. Yeah. You do have the Dallas stars, but, um, I think hockey is too much of a regional sport. What do you think? Yeah. And we've got to remember there's so many hockey teams that are in, that are in Canada too. Yeah. All right, so it's the number one sport up there. So a lot of times you have Canadian teams playing each other, and yeah, they're on TV, but they're on American TV, you know. Right. So it's hard for the ratings. I don't know that hockey's ratings will ever, ever eclipse the NBA, maybe. the The only sport I could see eventually eclipsing the NBA, and it's only if you have a network willing to get involved, and I'm talking about a broadcast network, not a cable network. UFC eventually might have a chance if it can ever land a weekly broadcast television show, and that's the key. You've got to be able to get on broadcast TV somehow. Yeah, you know. Also, I think they need more more uh, bit time personalities too. The UFC is that's the one problem right now. The UFC is wildly lacking the personalities they used to have. If if they had the social media reach that the UFC has got right now, but still had Randy Couture and Quentin Rampage Jackson 
and Iceman Liddell and all of those huge names that were fighting 10 years ago, there's no telling how big the UFC would be right now. But yeah, they but still the, their personalities, I mean, the people they had still were not as big as boxing's heavyweights. I mean, the boxing, the Mike Tyson era of the 90s, man, massive. Nobody well, in the UFC, even Chuck Liddell, could even come close to that. I will be the first to tell you, I wish boxing would make a massive comeback, but. Me too, man. I mean, I, I miss yeah, it. Tyson so Fury is really, really good, but he, he's not one of those guys, man, where in the 90s, man, Holyfield, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, all those guys, he ain't that. Look, think about the heavyweight division back in the 90s. You had Tommy Morrison. Razor Ruddick, Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, um, Ahim Rockman. You had that's six names just in the heavyweight division. Klitschko brothers. The Klitschko brothers came right as that. There were some intermingling with the Chris Klitschko brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. God, the heavyweight boxing was was great. George Foreman. Jesus. Yeah, George that's, Foreman, seven, yep. that's seven names right he there. He was old as hell then in the 90s. <laughs> At any given time, those guys were fighting each other like twice a year. So yeah, it was a huge it was a huge deal. Yep. Uh Ted 65 with a five dollar super chat. I think if the Giants win today and Washington loses today, the Giants are they win the division. Yeah, you're right. That's that's the correct. Giants still got a shot. Not much of a shot, but they still do have a shot. Uh, waiver is for ten dollars. Well, why, why, why you were talking about Trump? Have you guys heard of the channel Liberal Half Mind? And he is actually running a pretty good channel. Also, Rhodes, how do you feel about Jimmy G's future with the Forty ers I may. I told you what was going to happen to Jimmy G the other day. I sent you yeah, yeah. about that. Rose thinks that uh, Jimmy G is going back to New England. Okay. This is what I heard the other day. I was listening to John Middlecoff's podcast. He is out of San Francisco, and he covers the Niners. Uh, he's on Colin Cowherd's podcasting network, uh, but he's going solo, actually. Jimmy G could play right now. You know Jimmy G's not playing, right? Right. He's out. He's been sitting up in the box. Well, he's been a full participant in practice the last three weeks. Uh, Jimmy G is setting right now because they think they're going going to trade him in San Francisco. And word has it, he's going to get traded back to New England. That Belichick wants Jimmy G back. Uh, he's a big Jimmy G fan. We knew that. And uh, Kraft blocked the Tom Brady deal, you know, because Belichick would have moved to Jimmy G. But think of this, man. Who does New England, who would New England uh, trade to San Francisco? Draft picks? Uh, definitely yeah, personnel, because yeah. they don't have no personnel over yeah. there. Yeah, they would trade. I, it, it, to be honest with you, I think it's going. they're just going to reverse the trade. I think New England will probably send them a two for Jimmy G. John Lynch will probably hook him up, because him and Belichick are real tight. And... um Keep your eye out for Matt Ryan in San Francisco. I would so. actually go after, well, who do you think is the better QB, Matt Ryan or Jimmy G? 
Matt think it's Ryan. Matt Ryan. It's I Matt think Ryan. It's Matt Ryan. The it's problem Matt Ryan. is New England has absolute trash for receivers. Oh, they're trash. They're, they're the worst receiving core in the league as rated by uh, I don't even pro think it's even close. Focus. Yeah, by pro football focus, in fact. At one point this season, New England was rated by Pro Football Focus as the worst wide receiving core in the history of the NFL. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But I remember, man, before um, the season, you had your uh, Tom Brady haters out there, uh, like Nick Reich and those guys talking about, oh, New England's going to be better with Cam Newton. I remember them saying that, man. I was like, are you guys crazy? Middle. Cam Newton is not even remotely close to being the passer that Brady is. Not even close. And Cam Newton, man, you know what? I think uh, Shannon Sharp said that he thinks Cam Newton is done. I think it was him. The The media, man, they, they have bailed on Cam. His shoulder is trash. That shoulder that was jacked up, it's he can't. He, he was never a great, he was never a great quarterback anyway. He's a great athlete. He wasn't a great quarterback. I mean, he had that one season where he was pretty good, but he still only completed 59% of his passes, and they gave him the MVP. And Tom Brady should have won it that year. He should have won it. He yeah. was better across the board. Uh, I think Cam had more total touchdowns, you know, because he runs, but Brady had more touchdown passes higher completion percentage, more yards. Cam cannot shine Brady's shoes, and I can't believe, you know, your Nick Wrights and all those other Brady haters were saying that, oh, New England's going to be better with Cam Newton when they have trash for wide receivers. I mean, last season, Brady was 20, he went 24-8, and eight, uh, touchdown to interceptions. Cam Newton, five touchdown passes, 10 interceptions, and he started what? 12 games? It's awful. Dude, he's literally passing for like 65 yards in games. He's terrible, man. He's terrible. He's done. Yeah. They would be much rather. They'd be much. I see. I would really like to see Matt Ryan get the hell out of Atlanta, man. I don't think Cam could play in the XFL. Wow. (laughs) After after seeing him, uh, he can't. Dude, Landry Jones was playing in the XFL, and he can throw the ball wildly better than Cam Newton's throwing the ball right now. Garrett Gilbert is throwing the ball wildly better. Dude, Cam Newton is the worst passer I have seen in the XFL or NFL in the last year. But, but what's amazing is Cam's completion percentage is like 65, 66, 66%, something like that. And he's still awful. Yeah. Wow. And if you can't figure it out with Josh McDaniels as your offensive coordinator, then you're done. Uh, I would I would like to say that uh, Josh McDaniels is made by Tom Brady. Josh McDaniels and at other places. Uh, can't replicate what he had with Brady. I don't know about that because both Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy G did well there. In New England? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was Yeah. It was very, very limited games. I think it was like because you're talking about the 2016 uh, season. It was four games and uh 
Jimmy G lasted, I believe, two games, and then you had um Brissett for like a game and a half or something like that. Uh, Joe Joe Stout, who could pass the ball better right now at this moment? Tim Tebow or Cam Newton? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Tim Tebow hasn't touched a football. He, he couldn't pass anyway when he was in the league, so I'm going to go Cam. But that ain't saying much. I mean, Cam, T- Tim Tebow is a career 49% uh, completion percentage passer. Tebow's healthier right now than Cam. <laughs> yeah, Tebow doesn't have his football body. Think about how many people can throw the ball better than Cam Newton's throwing the ball right now. Blake Bortles could throw <laughs> the ball better right now than Cam Newton is throwing the ball. That is hilarious. Dude, he's not even... If you had a guy in training camp that was throwing the ball that badly. By the way, some of the media is trying to give Cam a pass because he got the virus at some point. That is nah, I'm not buying that. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Nick Saban um, got the virus and was fine in four days. Didn't drop a beat. Bobby Bowden. He's a coach. There, yeah. Bobby Bowden, 90 years old, had the virus. Yeah. yeah. Didn't miss a beat. Now, now we found out Larry King, though, he is actually hospitalized. Of course, he know he's not a coach, but he's 87 years old, and he's a type two diabetic. I've so got the combination is not very good. While I'm thinking about it, guys, once again, I need thoughts and prayers. I've got another good buddy that is in the hospital with the thing. He's 43 years old. Shit, he's in pretty good shape, but he's in the hospital and he's got double pneumonia from it. Didn't you say he had some kind of underlying health condition too? No, he's got none. He might be 12 to 15 pounds overweight. Uh, that's probably normal for most people. Yeah. 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 yeah so this virus is weird, man. It very, is weird. Very weird. Yeah. But you said it's on the rise where you're at, huh? It's amazing. I went from literally knowing no one that has it till I, there's probably 25 people I know now that's what? had it. Yeah. I still don't know anybody that has it. Yeah. There's, I don't know anybody. There's 10 or 12 people just on my Facebook that's had it. Yeah. Wow. So. Man, that sucks, man. I know the end of the year has been rough for you, man. But I, I'm I'm very happy, man, to say that nobody in my family has it. My mom um, doesn't have it. Um. But it's it's so weird though because um, the Hodge twins, all you guys know the Hodge twins. They had they they got the virus, and uh, they said that I don't think they know how they got it because they said they wore their masks, they were always washing their hands, hand sanitizer, and they still got it. But I'm willing to bet you know, probably one time they probably messed up, which I think is possible. Let's say like I go to Star Starbucks every morning, okay. And if they hand over and they hand over your drink or whatever, I don't think everybody at Starbucks wears the gloves. And you just come in contact with them, hey, it could poss- possibly easily get on your hand. You just don't know. You really don't. Uh, waivers for $5 says, Grunt could spike the ball further than Cam can throw it. <laughs> That's a good one right there. That's a good one. Thanks for that $5 super chat. 
I did think of, I did think of one guy that can't throw the ball as well as Cam Newton that actually started at quarterback this year. The Denver Bronco practice squad guy that was a wide receiver on their practice squad that was forced into a game when all their quarterbacks failed the COVID protocol. Remember that? And Denver had yeah. to play a game without a quarterback, so they got their uh, practice squad wide receiver. I think he completed one pass in the game. One pass. Hmm. And, and he threw three interceptions, I think. So there's your one quarterback who's will, really a wide receiver who only played like one season of quarterback in college. That's your one guy in the league that is throwing the ball, not throwing the ball as well as Cam Newton right now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. We got a $25 super chat from Todd. Uh, oh, thank yeah. you for oh, that. It's just an American flag. Well, thank you for being an American patriot. Really do appreciate that. That came across on, on StreamYard as a UM, and I was like, damn, he's a Wolverines fan. Go blue. <laughs> it came across as a UM. Yeah, when I, when I look at that, I don't, in StreamYard, it doesn't show an American flag to me. It shows. Yeah, I saw something like that at first, and then I clicked on it, then it shows the American flag, so I don't know what happened. Interesting. Joe Stout, wrong. Cam still sucks. No, that, that guy sucked ass. That guy was terrible. <laughs> they should have. I don't know who they should. They should have just ran the wildcat the entire game. Yeah, I was never big on Cam, and when I found out that found out that New England um, was signing him, I was like, "This ain't gonna make much of a difference." Cam is not a passer, and I've I've been proven right. He's not. Um, the, the coronavirus is a scam. Wake up people. I'm not saying it's a scam, but I'm, I'm definitely saying that it has been weaponized by the media. Oh, without a doubt. It was weaponized because of the election. Yes. And Rhodes has always said this, man. He always said, man, don't you think it's kind of odd that a virus would come out of China during an election year? And pretty much this virus has probably fundamentally changed the election. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's just strange. It's just too convenient. Too convenient. Way, way, way too convenient. And Joker but, Wonder, Wonder Woman says Cam is done. Yeah, he's probably he's probably done. He really is probably done. There's nothing more I can probably really say about that. He's probably done. Because today, man, if you can't pass, I mean, five touchdowns, 10 interceptions, man, that looks like a quarterback that's on his last leg that's been in the league for 18 seasons. That's the kind of stat line that Cam has. And Cam is only, what, 32? Something like that? Yeah. Yep. And it's so amazing, man, that Tom Brady at 43, going to be 44 in a little over half a year, is out playing many quarterbacks. He's not playing the best quarterback, but man, what Tom Brady has done is amazing. Even Shannon Sharp said that Tom Brady has outperformed his expectations. Now we know that Shannon is a huge Tom Brady hater. I'm glad you brought that up because we did get asked earlier 
Who's your MVP pick? Is it Rodgers or Mahomes right now? Who Who's your MVP pick? It's Aaron Rodgers, man. Mahomes has looked pretty mediocre in December. The last yeah, three weeks he's been mediocre. Yeah. And I know that they're 14-1, and one, man. But, man, he's really fallen off. Not as much as, like, Russell Wilson falling off. Um, I'll probably go – Um, I'll go uh, Rodgers. Then I'll go Mahomes. And then I would go Tom Brady at three. Okay. So say, well, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson has just really fallen off. Here's so where, here's where I'm at. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah. And I, I can't believe, man, that they selected Kyler Murray for the Pro Bowl over Tom Brady. I said yes. I said last week on Sports War Stream, that's insane. That is completely insane. That Tom didn't get selected. Now, granted, then I ain't playing a game anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But still, I think it's a respect thing. And when you look at um, think of this man over here. I'm gonna just pull it up. Do you think that they just were hating on Tom Brady? They're always hating on Tom Brady. They will I mean, ne- they will never forgive Tom Brady because of of that MAGA hat that was in his locker. So you select Colin Murray. His team is eight and seven and out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Out of the playoffs, folks. Yeah, woke woke Mike Florio and Bill Simmons had Kyler Murray as their MVP about five weeks ago. Now Kyler Murray, <laughs> I kid you not. Kyler Murray, um, thirty eight hundred yards. Tom, let me pull up Tom Brady's stats side by side. Bill Simmons had uh, Arizona as a dark horse Super Bowl winner five weeks ago. Yeah. Tom Brady, oh, here we go. I, I just don't, I just don't get this. This just doesn't make any sense here. Okay, so Tom Brady this season forty two hundred yards, forty two hundred to thirty eight eighty something. Kyler Murray also, hold on, let me pull up his complete stats here. Kyler Murray, 7.1 yards per attempt. Tom Brady, 7.4. Um, touchdown passes, 20 sits for Kyler Murray and 30 sits for Tom Brady. QB rating, Kyler Murray, 94.3. Tom Brady, 101. He is beating Kyler Murray across the board in stats and in wins. And yet they selected him over Tom Brady. And I I see people bringing up Russian stats. I'm looking at quarterback stats. Now, I know that he has has 11 uh, Russian touchdowns. I get that. But that's more of a running back stat to me. Then well, you got to take it into account and I get yeah. it. And I think Kyler Murray, I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's a uh, MVP quarterback. Is he better than Tom Brady right now? Kyler Murray? No, yeah. no, not, no, <laughs> no, no, exactly. Not. Yeah. If he thinks he's better than Tom Brady in a dream, he better wake up and apologize. <laughs> well, the media did. 
Uh, waivers for $2. Nick Mullins, MVP, 12 TDs versus 12 interceptions. He thinks he's good. C.J. Beathard should have been starting at quarterback for the Niners the last five weeks. I don't, I don't know. Even, even Chris Sims, who is Kyle Shanahan's boy, even he has said the last three weeks on PFT, I don't understand why Nick Mullins is still starting. I was like, ask your boy then. You talk to him every day. Ask him. Uh, Mike, Mike Bauer says, what are your thoughts on Haskins being cut? I'm a Redskins fan, a Redskins fan. Hell yeah. And haven't been too happy with him since day one. He isn't a team player. Boy, you should watch our videos, man, because we put up like four videos on Dwayne Haskins. Good riddance, man. And his agent and him parted ways. Nobody wants him. I mean, let's talk about possibly, who was it? I talked about the video. Was it the Colts? I can't remember exactly who it was now. I can't imagine the Colts getting him. He doesn't he doesn't fit uh Frank Wright. Who, by the way, uh while we're at it, Doug Peterson should be fired in Philadelphia. I think they said he's coming back. He's coming back, but he should be fired. It's it's real clear that Frank Wright was the, the key to that Super Bowl run. Because look what he's done in, in Indianapolis with an old ass walking cane Phillip Rivers playing quarterback. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he's awful. He's not. And I want to be clear that Justin Fields is a wildly better quarterback at, at Ohio state than Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's got his head screwed on straight too. So. Good. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. And as I say that, <laughs> Big girl since the $2 super chat. John Matrix is two inches from the ground. Um, No, I think it's the camera angle right here. I think it, I see what you're talking about, though. It, do, it does look like you're a little shorter today for some reason. I just noticed that. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Yeah, well, you can actually see my floor right here. You can see my blue light uh, back there, and it makes it look like Based, you know how the camera looks, it makes me look like I'm like really, really um short. Baby, uh, Baby Yoda looked like he's looking at the ceiling, like there's a frog crawling on it, and he wants to eat it. <laughs> See this Baby Yoda man? My wife will come in here, man. She'll touch uh, Baby Yoda, and it'll it'll fall down. And it's just full of stuffing, so there's nothing solid keeping it to the ground. So that's why he looked like he's up. Um. If I touch him, okay, that's a little better, I think. That's a little better right there. Waivers, $5. I personally think Fields will not work in in the NFL. What about you guys? Can he ever do – he can never do good versus good teams other than Clemson. He beat the brakes off of Clemson, though, the other night. TDs, one interception i did not see that coming i didn't i thought clemson was gonna run their ass out of the house i stand corrected that that said tricky nicky's gonna have something for him <laughs> oh yeah i mean alabama's gonna win that game it could be I'll ugly i'll say 17 points 
that that's that feels about right. Yeah, seventeen somewhere between. And I think it could get uglier than that. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I, I do too. I think I was being conservative, especially after uh, Nick sat back and watched him run Clemson out of the house. I think Nick could drop, have him drop fifty five on him just to make a point. Yeah, you know. Well, any other final words, Rhodes? I think we're going to wrap up this show here. I'm going to go and put this out on the podcast platform. So be on the lookout it, uh, look out for it on Apple Music, Spotify, all those other places. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Guys, don't forget, all of our shirts are getting 10% off. Promo code LeBron sucks, S-U-X, LeBron sucks. Amen. And grab, grab you a LaChina James or a stand-up shirt. Yes, sir. Out of that merch store. Yeah, we got a lot of them, man. It's going to be in the show notes description. If you're watching on YouTube, it's showing right beneath this video here. So make sure you do that. We'll give you 10% off. Thanks, everybody, for showing out over here. We had a lot of fun over here on um, a Sunday live stream. We're going to try to get more consistent. I would actually love to do this, you know, more than... um, you know, one time a week. I really, really would. I would actually like to do like a, if we could do it, I'd like to do our Sunday show and then a Wednesday primetime show. Yeah. You know what? If we ever get like super big, you know, we can do like a daily show and then just cut out clips of the show on videos. I think that would be really cool. You know, like we had like a two hour show every day and then we just cut up the clips and make videos. That'd be really good. That would be current on the news or anything like that, but I, I still think it'll be fun. So it would, um, that that's what, uh, John Campia does. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. 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 On his entertainment channel. Well, anyway, guys, you guys be safe. Have a great day and we will catch you next time. You just listened to the black and white sports podcast with John matrix and Rhodes rants, a no holds barred approach to sports. Join us next time on Black and White Sports.